0: Chapter 21. Oops. For the next few days, Jason mopped around the house. Of course, he couldn't go out without risking being cornered by reporters or disgruntled locals, but now he didn't even feel like trying. Nor did he feel like playing computer games or reading or anything else. His parents had tried to interest him in various activities and his mother kept saying what a good job he had done in working through such difficult issues. Then, why did he feel so lousy david had rung a few times but jason hadn't bothered returning his calls david was just being noisy noisy, wanting to know what jason had decided not that he really cared david didn't take ev anything seriously, it was a bit hard being around David when you weren't feeling on top of your game. Plus, David would want to drag him into town or to the beach or somewhere else. And that just wasn't on at least for the time being. At least it wouldn't be long until the everyone found out that their beloved money was fa- safe, because of time's John weirdness, it was a bit hard to figure out exactly when the Rotterdam conference finished, but it was definitely sometime this week. Then the PM would announce that he hadn't signed up to the mission control target so everyone could carry on burning fuel and tracing the atmosphere, their jobs would be safe, their wages would be high, and everything would be cheap and they thanked Jason for letting the PM off the hook. They'd congratulate him for making a smart decision. Jason's parents were in the backyard. The house was empty and quit. Except for tingles clawing at the back door, Jason opened a new bag of dog biscuits spilling a few on his mother's coin collection, which was spread out on the kitchen table. As soon as he opened the back door, Tingle shot past and made for the kitchen table to see if there was anything thawing for dinner that needed his assistance there wasn't but he quickly found and consumed the spilled dog biscuits along with at least two coins bad dog," said jason in horror and wrestled tingles back outside although i guess the medicine is right after all jason tried to lay out the coins so that the gaps weren't so obvious but was interrupted by a flame flame buoyant drumming on the front door. He groaned I came to see how you were, said David. Thought you might be sick or something. No. Nope. So, what did you do? Caved. Too bad. At least you will get a predator or something. Oh, I forgot to ask about that. David bashed his forehead with the palm off his hand. It doesn't matter, said Jason. I don't want I don't want one way. I don't deserve it. You still saved the PM, don't forget, I guess. David took off his back par- backpack and pulled the laptop computer out of it. I brought over my dad's leppy. I thought we might be able to network it with your computer and some head-to-head racing. Hmm, that might be interesting, said Jason. Inspecting the laptop, does your father no, you've got this, he won't miss it, has gone fishing. So they connected the computers together and managed to get one of the car racing games to recognize the makeshift network. Jason actually won a few races, mainly because David found it hard to steer using the laptop's keyboard. I think we should swap computers, said David, after suffering another defeat. I don't think I should touch your father's laptop, not with it being stolen. It's not stolen, it's just borrowed. But you're probably right. Midway through the next race, there was knock on the front door. Mom, called Jason, without taking his eyes off the screen. Whoever it was knocked louder. louder Mom, Dad, yelled Jason, but nobody came. Bugger. Jason got up to answer the door. His car impaled itself spectacularly on a guard rail and David's vehicle flew past. I'm looking for Jason Saunders, said the man at the door. That's me. Really? Oh, well, just sign here, please. The man handed Jason a clipboard and pointed to a dotted line Jason signed, and the man gave him a copy of, a, of the document and left. Jason's father came into the hole. What was that, Jason? I didn't know yet. You shouldn't just sign stuff without reading it. Give us a look. David came out and joined them in the hall. You lost, he informed Jason. Jason's father struck his chin. It looks like you just accepted delivery of a car, he said. Without looking up for, from the document, I did," said Jason, trying to read the page at the same time. Davis squeezed past them and opened the front car door. "Wow!" he exclaimed. "You did." A metallic green predator was parked on the nature strip. They went outside to take a closer look. Jason's mother came around from the backyard to see what all the commotion was about. The key, the keys are in it, said David. Let's go hooning. I don't want to touch it, said Jason. It just reminds me I cave in, I let the environment down. You're the only one who thinks that, Jason replied his mother. Only because nobody else wants to see the planet looked after. No, it's just that this wouldn't have been the right way to do it, Jason nodded. Yeah, I guess that's why I wept, wept out. One of the reasons, anyway. So we're not talking it for a spin? asked David. Not if Jason doesn't want to, replied Mr. Saunders. It's his car. They decided to leave the predator where it was for the time being and retreated inside to have lunch. It was fresh sweet corn that Jason's mother had just picked. Normally, Jason would have devoured it enthusiastically, but not today. After, after lunch, Jason's father went to delete the nuisance messages of the answering machine. Jason, there's a strange message here you might want to listen to. It isn't Chris with another surprise, is it? No, it's that Professor Block you went to see in Canberra. That's odd. I wonder what he wants. Hello, Jason. This is Professor Van Dyne. I'm just ringing to congratulate you for sticking to your guns. Yes, I was afraid you might change your mind. I felt bad about trying to confuse you. I'm glad I I didn't succeed. Yes, this is a good day for the environment. Well done. Well, that doesn't make any sense, said Jason. Maybe he's being sarcastic, suggested Jason's father. Is he a bit? on the nasty side. I didn't think he was. I reckon he's losing it," said David. Did you hear him on the news this morning? Nobody had. The government said they were going to give him some big chunk of money he'd asked for, but. He said he didn't want it anymore. They listened to the message again. Nope, I've got, to, I've got no idea what that about said Jason. Jason's father deleted the message and Jason and David returned to their racing unless murmured Jason's mother and turned on the radio in the kitchen. Jason couldn't concentrate on racing anymore. He felt like he was being hunted by the predator on the front lawn. Davis started to win more races, even though he was still using his father's laptop. Fortunately for Jason, They weren't interrupted by a call from Jason's mother. Jason, come here, quick. Jason and David rushed into the kitchen, expecting to see the evening meal on fire. Or something like that. Instead, Jason's mother was bent over her little radio, listening intently. What? asked Jason. Shh news," replied his mother, and pointed at the radio. Surprise from the Netherlands When the Prime Minister announced that he signed up to the mission control targets proposed at the Rotterdam Environmental Conference, this is despite the PM insisting that adopting the targets would be bad for Australia. Even as recently as last week, although the PM had been asked to sign up to the targets by the youth who saved his life last year, most analysts did not expect the PM to honor his promise. I thought you told the PM he didn't have to sign, said David. Jason felt like the blood was draining out of his head. I did. Well, I told Mr. Aldershot and asked him to pass it on. Oops, said David. Jason's mother bit her lower lip. That man has some serious issues. What did I wrong? What did I do wrong? asked Jason. I couldn't talk to Mr. Lindsay. He left early. They went out of out the front where Jason's father was trying to repair the station wagons door lock, and told him the news. Oh, he said, with great restraint. That isn't good. At least it's good that Graham kept his promise, said Jason's mother. Jason's father raised his eyebrows and nodded. And it's funny that Jason got what he asked for. Even though he didn't end up wanting it, I don't think it's funny at all," Jason said. Jason, Mister Lindsay's going to kill me, and everyone's going to hassle me, hassle me forever. I will tell you what's funny," that," said David, pointing at the predator. Jason's father scratched his head. Yeah, you're right. Someone in Canberra must have stuffed up, which isn't surprising, of course. We'd better not touch it, said Jason's mother. They will want it back. I can't think of a better reason not to touch it, said David. It's probably body booby trap.